Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the daily podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear page by page. This is page 765. And shoulders making her look almost childlike, but the pronounced curve of her high breasts and round hips beneath her tight mercenary reds made it obvious she was no child. Her wooden sword was also carved. It was curved slightly, unlike most of the others I had seen. Her sandy hair was braided into a long, narrow plate that hung down to the small of her back. The two of them raised their swords and began to circle each other. The young woman was amazing. She struck so fast I could barely see the motion of her hand, let alone the blade of her sword. But Shaheen brushed it away casually with drifting snow, taking half a step in retreat. Then before Shaheen could respond with an attack of her own, the young woman spun away, her long braids swinging. Who is she? I asked. Penthe, Bashet said admiringly. She is a fury, is she not? Like one of our old ancestors. Penthe closed with Shaheen again, fainting and thrusting. She darted in low to the ground, impossibly low, her back leg thrust out for balance, not even touching the ground. Her sword arm licked out in front of her, her knee bent so deeply that her entire body was below the level of my head, even though I was sitting cross-legged on the ground. Penthe unfurled all this sinuous motion as quickly as you can snap your fingers. The tip of her sword came in low under Shaheen's guard and angled up toward her knee. What is that? I asked softly, not even expecting an answer. You never showed me that. But it was just astonished noise. Never in a hundred years could my body do that. But Shaheen somehow avoided the attack. Not leaping away with any sudden motion, not darting out of reach, she was quick. But that was not the heart of how she moved. Instead, she was deliberate. She was already halfway gone before Penthe's sword had begun to flick toward her leg. The tip of Penthe's sword must have come within an inch of her knee but it was not a close thing. Shaheen had only moved as much as was needed, no more. This time, Shaheen did manage to counterattack, stepping forward with Sparrow strikes the hawk. Penthe rolled sideways, touched the grass briefly, then pushed herself up off the ground. No, she threw herself away from the ground using only her left hand. Her body snapped like a steel spring, arcing away while her sword licked out twice, driving Shaheen back. Penthe was full of passion and fury, Shaheen was calm and steady. Penthe was a storm, Shaheen a stone. Penthe was a tiger, and Shaheen a bird. Penthe danced and wove madly. Shaheen turned and took one single perfect step. That's the page. I'm Jeremy. I'm Jordana. I'm Nick. I have a thing. I demand that the end of this page is 100% on purpose. And I, I make this demand because it is also the last set of words on my page. Mm. And it, my page is a different book. That is compelling, actually. So the only book unaccounted for here is Jeremy's because we end the pages based on Nick's book. Well, Jordana, that is where the page ends in my book. Ha ha! Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, it's oh my god, it's happening, guys. This is it. This is <laughs> this is it's real. This is real. This <laughs> this ended on these words on purpose. It's real. Um it's not always real, but right now, today, it's real. One single perfect step, a very important sentence. I also feel like has this happened before? Have we heard the one single perfect step before? We yes. have, I think, once or twice before, but always in connection with Shaheen. Yes. We, of course, know that the book ends with a single perfect step from Quoth, but we don't know about him doing it yet. It is only on this read that I'm putting together that Penthe, or Pentha's name, uh, evokes Aetha and Raitha, and to be introduced 
in the same breath as she is like one of our old ancestors, I think is intentional. Is it possible that her name is uh, a name given? Like, is right they get because they get a name from the sword tree. Yeah, I think they're aren't they calling? Oh no, those are the secret names. No, oh. they wouldn't share the the secret names. Right, but you know, it could be a, a a family name or it could be a historical name. Maybe that naming convention of the the is is from that time period, but. Either way, I think it's intentional that she has a name that I'm thinking of as a Sitha name because she is, like one of the old ancestors, a warrior without peer. I mean, her peer is Shaheen. Well, she beats Shaheen, as you'll see. Just because you beat someone in one fight doesn't mean you're not their peer. <laughs> well, Shaheen is her is her superior, even, still. But she's very good. She's like the she's probably the best one, right? That's the idea that Penthe is the best fighter here. I think that's what that's what I take away anyway. She's the best fighter in that fight for that fight only. Like if they fight again, Shaheen might beat her. Yeah, maybe Shaheen's having an off day. But the fact that she can give Shaheen pause, I think, is meant like we are meant to understand, and I don't think I should have to defend this so loudly, that Penthe is a remarkable fighter. Yes, we are meant to understand that she is an exceptional fighter. But that's all. But that's all we need to understand. Well, yes, but I, I guess what I'm pushing back on is we're not meant to understand that she is 100% of the time a better fighter than Shaheen or Vashet or anyone else here. Well, I think the fact that Vashet looks at her with such admiration is perhaps meant to make us think that... You're saying that you don't look at any of your peers, people of equal footing to you with, with admiration? Well, I have no peers, so... What? <laughs> Well, that would explain that. That would explain that. Um, what are we, chop liver? Liver? Yes. Mm. Could use Gross! Don't now. don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> this fight is so well written, I think, because when it's appropriate and useful to describe a particular motion, Rothfuss does it eloquently and expertly. But in this case. It's less important for us to understand the, the the mechanics of what's happening than how it feels to Quoth and how it appears to Quoth. And so he kind of dips between the two kind of extremes of poetic and metaphorical as it is on the end of the page and a little bit more uh, mechanical and uh, explicitly descriptive of what of what is actually what their bodies are doing. And I think that's really useful. I'm, I feel like I'm like learning lessons on how to how and when to use certain techniques when describing uh, physical action. Well, interestingly, I, uh, and I'm not sure how consistent this is. We'll look tomorrow, but uh, Shaheen's actions are described with like the evocative, ademic title, the like the name of the move, and Penthe's actions are described kinetically kinesiologically mm. with like the motions that are happening almost scientifically and like I, I to me i take that like that's a difference in style that's how i read it shaheen is you know perfect a perfect exemplar of all these forms whereas penthe is like i don't know a force of nature or like you know something that belies form she's like a perfect functioning battle machine i wonder sort of a battle angel you might yeah, say yeah that's right I wonder if it's because she's using techniques that Quoth does not recognize, right? Like Quoth has recognized other people doing techniques throughout the scene, but he's not, you're right that he's not describing uh, what Penthe is doing with those same kind of fun titles, which does make me wonder if he doesn't know what they are. Also interesting to me and perhaps indicative of the fact that maybe Penthe has studied at more than one school. She uses a curved sword. The Adam swords are otherwise pretty straight. I don't think that's true, um, Jeremy. I think that when we look at all the swords, they're all quite different. 
Foth remarks upon it, so it must be remarkable. That's fair. Uh, it's just, I think he doesn't know much about Adam Swords yet. I think that's why he remarks on it. Cheerfully withdrawn that she may have studied at another school, although I think that also might be true because Foth doesn't recognize the techniques she's using. But I think the fact that her sword is carved and curved is worth mentioning. Yes. I think we're supposed to, if nothing else, it's to make her memorable. Are we to take, when Quoth says, my body could never do that, for one thing, like, I, you know, I understand that he's not nearly as, he doesn't train nearly as intensely as her, but are we also meant to take that, like, that this is something only women can do, this move, or, like, to move in this way or to bend in this way? Like, this is a, this is one of the reasons women are better fighters? I don't think so. I think it's just, holy shit, she's so agile, I could never be that agile. Yeah, I agree. I don't think this is like a, a man-lady thing. I think this is just a quote, not flexible thing. I'm reminded of the chair experiment. Do you guys ever do this? No. Where you stand a certain distance from a wall and bend over and try to pick up a chair and then stand up straight again. And Because of the differences in center of gravity, men can't do it but women can we should try this and then video it and put it on the patreon we'll start a new new tiktok trend because i yeah i have no i i've never heard of that but i am suddenly very interested yeah that does not sound familiar to me either really you guys never watched bill nye i mean we watched i watched bill nye but i don't remember any of that i mean i did but that obviously wasn't the thing that i cared about what kind of sad childhoods you had yeah, I definitely watched a lot of Bill Nye, but I have not seen that. Or if I have, I just don't remember it at all. Yeah. And like, I'm just like thinking to my own admittedly limited experience of like martial arts training, but there's there's basically nothing that any person with any combination of chromosomes can do that the other one can't. You just, you might have to modify the technique slightly to make it work better for your body, but that's just true because everybody has different bodies. All right. Try it yourself, kids at home. Try to pick up a chair. I need mm-hmm. to like find this Bill Nye thing now. I'll, I'll find a video of it. And I'll send it to you. And uh, if I remember, I'll post it, but I probably won't remember. That's the page of the wind promise. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> page of the wind, colon, we probably won't remember. <laughs> Well, that's what the listeners are for, to remind us and harangue us with their endless Discord messages and letters and, and pigeons. That's right. Listeners, that's why we started the Discord. Uh, so you could remind us about the things that we promised to do and then we're welshed on. That's right. Welshed on? Reneged on. Mm-hmm. I don't think that to Welsh on a bet. Welsh? It's Welsh on a bet. Because it's not actually related. It's not actually racial. It's not like to be Welsh. No, Welsh it's it's you. to Welch. Welch, yes. For some reason, I can't seem to say Welch. I need to say Welsh. Because as I'm learning, yes. I have an innate uh, racism. Your deep-seated bigotry against my <laughs> ancestral homeland, yes. <laughs> it comes from the old English word Welix or Welisk meaning foreign. So I guess it is kind of racist, but racist against who? Who can say? Against everybody. <laughs> to be foreign. You're foreign. <laughs> against against whoever the old English Germanic peoples didn't like. Which could have been which the was, Welsh. I guess, everybody. So I yeah, guess it probably was the Welsh. In fact, it comes full circle. Yeah. <laughs> Listeners, we will discover obscure, uh, nasty words on tomorrow's page of the. Wind. Wind.